Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Traders, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining me. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the success mindset. By the way, if you guys are new, I'm a Forex trader. I'm also a trading coach and one of the co-founders of TierOneTrading.com. If you haven't been to the site yet, check out www.TierOneTrading.com and make sure you take advantage of the free training that we have over there. We've got an amazing free webinar called the Ascension webinar that you can sign up for. And we also have copies of our, uh, I think it was a four day trading workshop called Trade to Measure where we pulled thousands of traders and really compiled the most, um, the most common questions that traders have about the markets and the common struggles and decided to do four days addressing those questions. So most likely if you have a question about trading, it was answered during that workshop. So make sure you head over to www.tier1trading.com, sign up for that Trade the Measure workshop and check it out. Now, today was an interesting day. Um, Not the best day, but just like in trading, uh, sometimes the the worst days or the, the the tougher days make for the greatest lessons. And it, it was a Sunday or it is a Sunday. And something I do on Sunday mornings is I try to go for a long bike ride. I try to bike. I'm getting back into shape now. So I'm, I'm running a lot more. I'm lifting a lot more. I'm biking a lot more. And uh, I, I try to go for a few bike rides a week. And I haven't gone for one in a while because uh, I had a, an issue with my tire. And uh, I spent basically about an hour this morning fixing that issue. And I'm all excited. I spent an hour. It's frustrating. I hate changing bike towers. This one was uh, a little bit harder than usual, hence taking an hour. And uh, finally got it Finally got it done, trying to beat the heat. I go out for a ride. And five minutes into my ride, I noticed something strange. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I looked back at my tire. And, and, I, and luckily for me, I, I kind of noticed the warning signs on the wall. Started heading back home and Boom, blew out the whole back tire. So you can imagine I'm going from this high of finally being back on the, the bike for the first time in over a week. Um, biking for me is like a, it's a, not only physical fitness is a way to get in shape, but it's it's a, it's a form of meditation. I, it, it's me, it's it's the wind blowing through whatever hair I have left. It's uh, I get to see sights and it's just a, a chance to relax for a few hours and get away from life. And well, after blowing the tire, I, I progressed to doing and proceeded to doing the walk of shame, where basically you are the guy in the 
the bike suit, um, literally walking and carrying his bike down the road as he goes home. And it made me think about a post that my buddy Latch shared this morning on Instagram. I believe he's recording a podcast. He sent me a message saying he's recording a podcast on this topic too. But he was listening to a, a recent podcast I did where I was talking about the, the show Million Dollar Race. And he was looking at the, if you guys didn't hear the podcast, it's basically a race between not a normal average Joe, but a quote unquote normal person and, a, and an elite athlete. And they do these bios of the elite athletes where it's like, this guy was the youngest person to do that, do that, blah, blah, blah. And one person has said they run 100 miles a week. And he was like, 100 miles a week? How the heck do you do that? And I responded to uh, not only Latch, but just on an Instagram story in general that, you know, people that reach that elite status of success, um, this goes for whether you're an athlete or, or not, it's a different type of crazy. Um, <laughs> they are wired differently. They, they have the ability. I noticed firsthand from, I don't consider myself an elite, elite athlete, but I was, I was in the upper echelon of them. Um, and I, I coach athletes as well. And I coach different levels of traders. Some that have, uh, you know, some that have gone off and failed and many that have gone on and become really, really good. And, and of course people all in the middle, but the people that I see that go on to achieve massive success in any field, they're just wired differently. They are just built differently. Give me a second to chug some water. They have the ability to will themselves to do something that their body doesn't want to do and will themselves to do stuff that most other people wouldn't do. So a good example for an elite athlete, right? You, you work out four days in a row, you're feeling tight, you're feeling tired, you're feeling achy. What would a normal person do in that situation? Take the day off. Don't do anything. Yep, there's enough crazy in that elite athlete to get out and do something. Um, another example, uh, you know, a person that is dedicated to, let's say, becoming a, a successful trader or waking up five o'clock in the morning so that they can sneak in the London live room with Jason Greystone. And you ask yourself, well, wouldn't you want two hours of extra sleep? Well, yeah, the normal person would want two extra hours of sleep. But this person has a different drive, a different motivation. And that why, that motivation allows them to kind of make that sacrifice that normal people aren't willing to make and do it for the long-term investment. And the long-term investment is, you know, being educated and becoming a consistently profitable trader. Long-term investment is, you know, being a, a higher level athlete. And I was, I, I was walking home this morning on my walk of shame. And, you know, the first thing that came to my head is, okay, that's it. I'm going to go home and just pick out, um, sit down and do nothing for the rest of the day. And as I was walking, the, the inner athlete in me um, said, you know what? F that, right? I was angry. I was upset. I said, as soon as I get that bike in, I'm going for a run. And I went off on a six mile run this morning, 6.6 .6 mile run this morning um, and said, take that adversity. Take that. I win. I beat you today. And for me, I know that my different type of wiring, wiring is this, this incredible competitiveness, right? I am an incredibly competitive person. Everything is a competition. Nothing is not a competition. Um, and 
when I say competition, it's not even a competition against others. It's a competition against myself. It's a competition against life. This morning, it was the, the case of, well, who's going to win, right? The, the, the laws of life that said, hey, this, this bike ride just wasn't meant to be or me. Well, I'm going to win because I'm going to show you, right? Something said you're not supposed to bike ride today. Something said to kill you're not supposed to do something today. Something tested me to be lazy today. And I looked it in the face. I slapped it and ran and said, take that. I win. And I do that in other aspects too, right? Trading is the, the same way for me. I am passionate about trading. I, I love trading, but trading is a is, is a basically a a means for me to win at life. A means for me to win at life. And I'm I'm wired to look at everything as a competition. And if you want to reach that higher level of success, you have to be wired the same way. It doesn't have to be the same why. You don't have to be driven by competition. You can be driven by philanthropy or you can be driven by something else. Whatever drives you to, to motivate you, you have to have that. But you have to have that, that thing that separates you from everyone else. And the cool part is that this thing can be changed over time, right? Uh, we do a program at the, the local university um, called Deliberate Success. And it talks about, as the name says, making success deliberate. So literally rewiring your brain to think in a successful way, right? Taking the, the you know, creating new neuropathways in your brain that tell you to do this instead of doing that. Um, so for you guys that think you don't have that gene, oh, I'm just not cut out. I wasn't born with that competitive gene. I wasn't born to be able to take it the extra mile or do this or do that. That's complete BS because you can will yourself to do it. It starts with believing, right? It starts with your believing. Where's a, I did another nice post this morning, a cool quote I found. It said, six ethics of life. Before you pray, believe. Before you speak, listen. Before you spend, earn. Before you write, think. Before you quit, try. Before you die, live, right? These are all choices. These are all choices. And one choice leads to the other. And what I'm telling you guys is you can create these choices. You can control the way your brain thinks. You can control each and every one of your actions. Now, it doesn't happen all at once. It's, it starts by very small steps, right? It's like, you know, how many of you guys have ever been on a diet, right? And you find it difficult, right? Can you, I, I've never been a fan of, of kind of, uh, what is it called? Where you just, um, I'm talking to you guys, you can actually respond to me, but uh, what is it called where, you, where you, just, you do something right away? Where you wake up and you're like, I'm going to cut all sugar, um, cold turkey. You go cold turkey. I'm going to cut all sugar, right? Typically doesn't end well, right? Because your body doesn't have time to adjust. You you, you relapse and, and you end up, um, you know, binge eating a lot of sugar to make up for your body's desire, right? So, you know, you can't create it all at once, but you can, you can, you can, you can start small little tendencies where it's like, okay, I'm not going to eat after nine o'clock at night. I'm only going to drink water, something like that. Or, hey, I'm going to eat four Oreo cookies instead of the, the five Oreo cookies, right? And then four becomes three, three becomes two. You start slowly weaning yourself off. Think about creating those neuropathways in the same way, right? Small permanent changes, small permanent changes, small permanent changes, right? Start small and those changes become permanent, right? I didn't, I didn't used to wake up five o'clock every morning. I got, the, I got the, the message the other day. I shared a, a podcast talking about my training routine. They're like, five o'clock, you crazy. 
I said that there, there are a bunch of other people that wake up well before me. Jason Grayson, I think, is up four o'clock, four thirty in the morning. Puts me in a shame. But I didn't start. I didn't start by waking up five o'clock in the morning, right? I, I weaned myself into that schedule over years and years and years, where I've always been an early bird. You know, six thirty is probably my thing. Six thirty to six fifteen, six fifteen to six, six to five forty-five, five to you know five forty-five to five thirty, and you slowly adjust, right? Another good example is something like self-confidence. I know many of you guys lack self-confidence. I have a great story of a, um, a girl we worked with over the years. So we, we had our track and field championships uh, a few weeks ago. And one of the girls that I coached, she, she won the open 400-meter dash. She won track athlete of the meet. And she, she ran the most incredible leg I've ever seen on a relay race. She, she was three seconds behind the leader as she got the baton running anchor leg. And she proceeded to run each and every one of them down. And I look back to this athlete's freshman year. And, and this was someone that came in with very, very, very low belief in herself and her abilities. Very, very, very low self-confidence, meaning like, you know, Barely would say anything, couldn't say anything positive about herself. It was all negative. There was no belief. It was just like a, just a, 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 a missing person, right? A missing person. And we put her into this deliberate success program. And over the years, you can see she's changing, changing, changing. Her, her mom would talk to me and say, she says the same thing. She's like, who is this girl? That's not my daughter. My like, yeah, it is. And, you know, fast forward four years of just slowly making habits. And these are these are daily habits, right? So it's not just like... We, we, we put her through the workshop and she's, she's fixed, right? We put her through the workshop. She learns some things. We have homework. We say, hey, this is your homework. Start practicing this. She makes the deliberate actions to practice this homework, right? And then we reinforce that on a daily basis. Every day at practice, we reinforce those good habits or those good kind of uh, to-be habits until they actually become habits. And you fast forward four years later and, and you know, we're at the probably the most pressured situation she's ever been in, right? We are tied for second place in our conference. There's one race left. She's the final leg. And winner, if we, if we beat this team, we get a trophy. If we lose, we don't get a trophy. So it's all on the line here. And I remember we're, we're down a very, very good leg. So it's not like we had our, our best team. And I remember before the race, I go up to her, right? The race is about to start. I go up to her, I give her, I give her, uh, I slap her hand, and I look at her in the eyes, right? And I say, right, you can pardon my language here, I'm gonna keep it clean for the, the podcast, but I say, I look her in the eyes, right? And I say, let's effing go, right? And normally, normally, I would expect like a little, I can read people's eyes pretty good, I would expect like a little crumpling and a little nervousness and a little kind of like, oh no, a little scaredness. She stares me back in the eyes with the most confident look ever and just looks. Doesn't have to say anything, just looks like I got you, right? Never seen this look for her in my life. <laughs> and at that moment, I knew something special was going to happen. Anyway, we proceed to start off the race, right? Our first leg, who was the, the replacement leg from the girl that was missing, runs a really, really good leg, but everyone else puts their best legs first. So it looks, looks like we're way out of it. We're in eighth place, the team that we have to beat in first. Our second leg gets the baton. She runs. She brings us from eighth place to sixth place. Our third leg gets the baton. A freshman runs out of her mind, brings us from sixth place to fourth place. Our senior gets it three seconds behind the leader and proceeds to, in the first 200 meters, make up all three of those seconds. 
She runs right past him. Many of you guys have saw the video on, on uh, either on my Instagram, my IG stories, or on Twitter, or on Facebook as well, I guess. She runs past this girl. She runs past this girl, um, the girl that we need to beat, right? Looks like she's running a different race. The girl looks at her like, oh, crap, where the hell did you come from? She tries to respond, and she couldn't. She just couldn't. She broke her spirit. She broke her spirit. She was doing something that this girl was unable to do. And it all started, yes, you know, yes, physically she was prepared for the moment. But it took the mindset. It took the, the, the fearless mindset of I'm going to go out here. I'm not going to shy away from this moment. I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to go take it. It took that to run that type of ballsy race. And it paid off. So if you want to be that super successful individual, you have to be wired differently. And you are the one, fortunately, that has the opportunity to do the wiring. The question is, what is your motivation? And how willing are you to dedicate yourself to making those small permanent changes? And you've got to be all in. You've got to be all in.